0: i'm jake i'm joe's broken tooth i make joe mess up his speech patterns what were we talking about (laughs) (laughs) so we're entering a world
1: of podcasting before it, chapter two was it, chapter one. Before it, chapter 1, 27 years prior, in nineteen
0: ninety, on nineteen
1: ninety. Yep, that's the year. Uh, and
0: on ABC was it or CBS? I feel like it was initially on a. Uh, well, maybe it was just because it was on. It was, they was filmed in Canada.
1: Yeah, so I was
0: want to say it was like a Canadian publication at first, but then it was no, it was released in America. Yeah. I don't know, might have been ABC.
1: Yeah. I should've
0: wrote that down, but it didn't, so
1: but on TV, it was a mini series called Stephen King's It starring Tim Curry as it. <laughs> as it
0: Pennywise it, was, it, was it. Pennywise the
1: Dancing Clown.
0: Um not to be confused with Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. So uh Joseph. Yes, sir. 29 years removed from almost, I think we're like two months away from like the actual anniversary because I think it came out in November of 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of it?
0: I still enjoy it. I watched it uh, not too long ago actually, um, a little bit prior to watching the initial uh, new release, um, in it of it. Uh, Tim Curry's wonderful. Yeah. I just gotta... All right, so one of my biggest issues with the current Pennywise that I think was done really well in the previous is that uh, Tim Curry's Pennywise, while still being menacing, it looks enough like a natural clown that you would hire for like birthday parties, things of that issue, to where you could see, especially children of the 50s, I believe that they were in at the yeah. time, that uh, you could see them, you know, wanting to come up to him as a child, like, "Hey, yo, look!" Yeah, it's a clown. Hey, let's see if he does it. Which was part of the whole motif was it was a, a eating disguise, a way to lure children into meeting him. the The current version uh, done by uh, Anthony Muschietti? Well, um, I was meaning the actor. Oh, um, oh, Bill Skarsgård. Um His his version, which I mean, you see when he's. He's talking to uh, Georgie. Georgie. He's got blue eyes, and he's talking in a sweet kind of slurred voice, and that's kind of Hi, Georgie. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be a little more silly, a little more uh, sweet in its mannerisms, but the design is still so precise and so, uh, like with the lines down the face and things like that, that it looks menacing regardless, whereas the original one I think still held a, a little bit more of a realism to the way the proportions and things were even though it was, you know, now, it, it, he had a, you know, enlarged forehead and things like that. And the big red noses. I'm
1: coming at this with like almost no knowledge of the book. Like I've never read the yeah. book. I know it like a little bit, but not much. I'm going to, I'm not going to really reference that at all. Uh, one problem I've always had, and it's kind of with both versions of the movie. Well, yeah, I do agree. Tim Curry's Pennywise looks more like a, uh, an, enticing, an enticing, an yeah, enticing yeah. clown where you would be like, "Oh yeah, let's see what this dude—not me, but I mean, most yeah. people—someone um, has cholerophobia from
0: this movie. <laughs>
1: it is, <laughs>
0: it is. Uh,
1: but, it uh, but the problem is that any interaction any of the main kids ha- have with him, mm-hmm. um, he's not trying to entice them; he's terrifying well, them.
0: Not, not by that point. Yeah, I mean." <laughs> Um, the thing is and two, by that point he is I mean and part of it it talks about like that being his most um favorite form which implies he's used it for a long time which you see in some of the old black and white photos in the original min- miniseries that you see him like walking around a Town that I think still has stage coaches and situations like that, which was the early. Which would have looked
1: weird though, because that's yeah. not how clown dressed
0: during that time period. Yeah, well, he's they, in, they he's dressed. wearing like a still walker outfit and stuff like that. But I still the clown. Outfit. He's also visually moving in the thing, and so yeah. I mean, I don't think he's necessarily supposed to be taking place in that. But it it's supposed to, I think, envision that he was from that time period. Yeah. Um, but he says it's his favorite. Uh disguised to wear is Pennywise the dancing clown. Um, and I think by that point, he's so infested the uh, town and the adults of the area that he really just can kind of play with them and season them with fear as he kind of implies um, by that point, since it, it, it kind of goes into, especially in the books and it, it references it in the f- films and miniseries as well, that uh, he can essentially make the appearance like forget you existed, yeah, uh, overlook. It's not you, something they actually can touch almost, on.
1: In Either of the versions of the movies, they don't yeah. really touch on that. Like, they like, just say that the, the adults don't care.
0: Yeah, or well, they the show like some people getting beaten and stuff, and the the, parents, the adults just kind of look away and walk off. But uh, and you see kind of the red uh, balloon tied to him, which is in Stephen King's works, is also a reference to some other things besides just um, Pennywise. Uh, but he's shown like in the cars as they pass by and shown in the grave, like he can kind of move through dairy and he's part of the town by that point. Um, so I think why it is one of his favorite disguises, he might not be using it in the same way he did originally or something, which could be hinted at, but I just think, Using that and initially like just standing there like (laughs) seems seems much more menacing in the the current incarnation.
1: Yeah, there's like no chance that any child in the eighties in the fifties you might get away with it. In the eighties, not so much. And actually I would argue that because he dressed like that in the fifties again, that's not
0: really how clowns dressed that much during that time. Well, in the fifties, yeah, I would say that's that's a I mean, it's very close to the Bozo the Clown setup, which was what I guess it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, you had the uh, the sad clown and you know circus clowns of that time period, which still had kind of the funny wigs and noses and white face paint. So I mean, it might have looked a little more disheveled than he is, but he, um, Tim Curry, for one thing,
1: is uh, in this. In this one is. see, the argument I hear is that he had more personality than uh, 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 Bill Mm Skarsgård. I I guess I would agree with that to an extent. Uh, The the thing being that um, uh, what I like most about Bill Skarsgård, and I liked it more than I liked uh, in Tim Curry's, is that he doesn't have a personality because he doesn't need one. He's... (sighs) It. he's not of this world yeah. so he doesn't really need it or I guess it's more like he just doesn't know even well, after all this time I mean, doesn't know how to function
0: they, they talk about even in um, oh because even in the in the books and they kind of mention that they put this scene in the last movie but they end up taking it out because it was too graphic is what I heard um, that they ended up deciding to remove it but it was um, because in the stories and stuff he comes to earth before humans even exist um, so he has infected that area of that air, uh, town until like people kind of woke him up and roused him. And he started eating off them feeding off them. Um, so he's been around since the dawn of man essentially. Um, which I think what they said they had was like early planes, kind of, uh, uh, native Americans and stuff in there and him start eating off of them. And there was a scene there that they kind of removed is what I heard. But, and you see him in, in uh, impersonate, uh um. Okay, they were named the girl. Um. The main Beverly, Beverly's uh, dad. He like impersonates him, and then he's the old lady at the beginning when she comes back later on. Um. It kind of implies that that's him. And wait, uh, some when does sort of he guys. wait? Uh. Well, I guess he takes over his dad, her dad, a little bit. or his influences him. Maybe it was just the way I felt it was implied that he's like coercing him into being like because he, he comes up at one point and he's like don't you like uh, don't you love me beverly and he's all like being kind of molesty i thought i just took that as her dad was molesty well it might have been but the, the all your sweet little
1: mind is like he can't be molested he's gonna be possessed no, no. by an evil clown
0: I, <laughs> well because way it was written in is that he basically is coercing the town to be and like adults to be so violent and so awful. I see
1: in the in the um, movies what I took it as is he coerces them to turn a eye turn a blind eye yeah, yeah. to what's going on. not necessarily being violent, but yeah.
0: being immune to to it. All right. well, I guess we can go with the old lady when she comes back as an adult to go back to her original house. Yeah, I would that's say definitely that would be definitely him in a disguise since yeah. it disappears and whatnot. Um. But, so, I mean, I feel like he can impersonate and obviously knows what we're feeling and like he courses, um, fuck, I'm having trouble with names. Uh, it's been a while. The, uh, greaser kind of old. Oh, uh, he courses him to, to kill. Yeah. Um, or attempt to kill, uh, Harvey. No, the, his name is, that's loose club, uh, Henry Bowers, Henry Bowers, that's, it. um, yeah, he, he coerces Henry Bowers into attacking the kids and stuff and then later on, even when he's older, coming back and trying to kill him as an adult. So I mean, I feel like he has enough knowledge of people, uh, to do that. But Um
1: See I watched this I think the last time I watched this was shortly before I think it chapter one came out. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, for me, it just doesn't hold up. I could see that. like, it's not I mean, scary.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the the initial, I think, and what we're getting at with the uh, Tim Curry versus Bill Skarsgård is that I think Tim Curry's character, one, had to play up way much more with the uh, the actor and why they got someone like Tim Curry, who is very energetic and brings a lot to a character because they didn't have, you know, the CGI effects to really make him more for, beca- that's why every, oh, that every villain or every creature you really see him as is generally off screen werewolf that you see the hand or yeah. kind of the mummy, which were the, the scary archetypes of the early fifties were the, um, monster movies, you know, the Frankenstein, the mummy, yeah. uh, um, Ben is seeing a, a leper and you know, nope, he's not, isn't it supposed to be a leper? No, In the not Ben. Uh, no, it not been. It's um, Eddie. Eddie, that's right. Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, Eddie Spaghetti. Um, so, I mean, it's the, the villains of that time. And then when you see it as an adult, it talks about, too, that it's harder for him to scare adults because the kids are easier to come up with what their fears are. Yeah. And so you see, like, the eyeballs and, you know... Crab creatures coming out of their pies and stuff. Um, which is fucked up. Which is, is pretty good uh, disturbing imagery. And then, you know, them showing them dead and then showing um, Eddie's head in the fridge. But he's still being goofy and just Stan's. kind of fucking with them. Yeah, Stan. no yeah, Well, so Stan sees the leper.
1: Nope. Eddie sees the leper. Eddie's the one that's... Uh, oh, is
0: Stan the one that you, you never know what he actually saw? Yeah. Yeah, you see him on the back of... Um, billy bills uh but that's funny that i stuttered billy um but uh yeah he's on the back of uh the bike and he didn't see what he was actually chasing him but he's the one who kills himself and they they threaten him with uh Head in the fridge um so i think one he has a harder time with because our fears are more abstract as an adult than oh i'm just i'm scared of this or that Um, but I think so. I mean, I think for the time too, and for the budget they used, it was pretty, I mean, obviously the spider definitely doesn't fucking hold up. Really doesn't. No, Um, It's
1: not necessarily just that. Like, I just don't think it's as scary as I once remembered it being. mm -hmm. I don't think the acting is as good. The only person, the only thing that stands up still is Tim Curry. The rest of it.
0: I think, um, you know, some of that cast that are kind of known as pretty decent actors, uh, still doing an okay job. Um, Particularly, the guy who plays Mike Hanlon. I think he does. Yeah, that I good. can't remember that guy's name. Um, let me see. Uh, ch- ch- uh, I was gonna say, is it Richard or John Ritter? I think does fine. He's fine. Um, Tim Reed, no he doesn't. And then Richard Thomas as Bill Denbro? Is that right? Or Jonathan Brandis? Yeah, it's Richard Thomas. Yeah, okay, Richard Thomas as an adult. Okay, but yeah, he's was a. Danny Boy. Okay.
1: Nope.
0: No, is that name I'm not thinking of? It. Billy. Yeah, Richard. I know, I know. Richard Thomas Billy. is Bill. John Boy Walton. That's what I'm thinking of, the Waltons. He was on the Waltons as John Boy. Um, that's what I was thinking Who of. Who, Richard Thomas was? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he was on the Walton. Can I, John Boy? I did not uh, that know guy. that. Um, yeah, so like those guys that were are kind of known for being pretty decent actors or... I think See, they I do think find they, it. Specifically, I, I kind of like Mike Hanlon when I go back and rethink about it. Like,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I like his as character. As far as
0: the adults go, I, yeah, I do. I will say, what is his name
1: with Tim Reed? Yeah. Um, I think he was, out of all the adults, the better one. Yeah. Uh, Tim Curry still stands out, but I, I just really think the rest of them were hammy. Yeah. He he's was on the on father Sister. On Sister. Sister. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's on that seventy show.
1: Um, oh, yeah, he plays... Um,
0: he needs to be in new things. Put him in. Keep him. They should put him in the. They should have put him in the chapter two. It just says the old librarian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would have been perfect. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think- Oh, uh, I was going to say, Bill Skarsgård, what he does in the movie that I like, really like, is he matches each kid whenever he's talking to them. Not so much like... Mm-hmm. Tim Curry had one tone for every child. Yeah, yeah. With, like, Eddie, he's a little more scared, mm-hmm. you know? Uh... Casper, um, Casbreck, Breck, yeah. This is uh, with Georgie.
0: He's this is battery acid. You slime. Oh, I hope they do that in the movie. But it, it's uh, I always feel like it's a, that guy's a mix of like Andy Dick and uh, Martin That's, Short. I think too, Martin Short. Like he's a he's a merger of those two.
1: He uh, <laughs> he really is. Hate him. Um, I did when I was researching, like kind of going back through and trying to figure out. You know, uh, uh, plot threads in the movie mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I ran across this thing. It's called *Pennywise: The Story of It*. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a documentary that's put together. It should be coming out later this year. Um, but he's got. Uh, it's uh, directed by. I wrote it down here. Uh, Chris Griffiths and it's produced by uh, Chris Griffin. And produced by John. Campapiano. I think I got that right. <laughs> and Gary look, Smart.
0: Look at you.
1: Uh, but it's got, like, it's Tim Curry's in it, uh, Seth Green, Richard Thomas, Emily Perkins, who played Beverly at age mm-hmm. 12, uh, Brandon Crane, who played Ben at age 12, uh, Dennis Christopher, uh, which is Eddie as an adult, mm-hmm. you know, Andy Dick and Martin Short. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, which was the director of it, uh, Jared Blancher, uh, who was Henry yeah. uh, as a kid, and a lot more people mm-hmm. are going to be in it, but it's... Exactly. Uh, but it finished filming like earlier this year yeah and so it should be coming out later this year Uh, I want to tag them it's uh, Facebook and Twitter at uh, it's at Pennywise Doc cool but it looks I mean it looks I like documentaries go check that out yeah I like documentaries a lot Uh, this one looked really interesting especially because I I was surprised they got Tim Curry because like he's not in the best health no, but um,
0: that might be why he wants to kind of yeah recap. But I've actually been seeing a lot someone.
1: more of him doing stuff, and he he I think he's still in a wheelchair. Yeah, but his speech sounds like it's gotten a lot gotten considerably better. better so
0: oh, I'm sure he's he's building up a little bit. But on it, um, well, I think is funny too is like he talked about he had color so like he wouldn't ever he wouldn't allow them to have mirrors up while he was in that outfit because it would bother him. Really? Yeah. So he didn't ever like see himself as Pennywise. I don't think like while he was filming it. I did not know that. Yeah, because it bothered him. Um, to That's play amazing. Him. So he played that all like without really knowing what he, he looked, looked like, like. I don't think because it it bothered him just like. He
1: way. probably looked down and saw the obvious. He's like, oh, this. Yeah. Looks he didn't want to see himself.
0: <laughs> so. Like I, I love there's a photo of him like smoking yeah. on a break and he just looks so upset. <laughs> looks I hate really, my life just right really now. Really unhappy. Which I mean, everyone who wears like that kind of prosthetics always seems like it's just well, it's kind Jim of Jim Carrey. Have you ever heard Jim Carrey yeah, talk about it? Like yeah. he would sit
1: there, he would chain smoke, and then he would sit there and he would punch himself in the leg. Yeah. He would do all kinds of things because he had just somebody come in that off. that did um uh for like submarines and stuff like that, like mm. the distress from the claustrophobia. Yeah.
0: Teach him methods. Te- techniques to help. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people talk about it being super rough. And I mean, if they're shooting and it's a 12 hour day and they've got to come in for like six I think Harry's is probably the
1: more famous, most famous one I yeah, can think of. Yeah, really.
0: Uh, that talks a lot about how uncomfortable that, that suiting. The I watched, contacts I
1: heard were pretty terrible. Yeah, I've heard that heard too. they're like razors in his eyes, And
0: you can't necessarily see out of them very well a lot yeah. of the time. So let's, okay. So
1: what's, what's the best part of Stephen King's it? original tv
0: series yeah yeah um yeah we're not i'm not talking about the books i don't know no i know i just didn't know if you wanted to reference that like i really enjoy because one thing that really is rough with me for a lot of movies or current for current horror films is that a lot of them they have such a good like every shot is so clean everything that's digital you know it's shot digital it's so cleaned up everything looks so well lit so perfect that it really takes me out of a lot of the the films and like you know special effects things like oh his lighting's perfect when he scares these children you know, just it kind of is off-putting a little bit to me whereas like some of the older films where you get like that kind of film grain and like stuff's not shot so perfect and things like that it lends itself a little bit more of a a nice i don't know not quite realism but just more of a gritty feel feel to it that feels nicer to me so generally speaking, you just like the overall aesthetic, and, yeah. and and with Tim Curry, like I said, he didn't he couldn't play on the digital effects to do anything menacing for him. It was, it was all him him doing that acting and contacts, and yeah, the, yeah. I mean, obviously some physical Keith. makeup and stuff, but yeah, I mean, it was a lot of uh, just him playing this character that was silly, and but then could kind of switch into a menacing uh, character, which. I find really uh, nice. I mean, when, not that, um, I can't see, I can't, he's not as qualities, Tim. <laughs> no, uh, um, Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgard, Uh, I like his depiction for the most part, but I mean, at this point he can really just stand there in the makeup and like, it works. Like, yeah. And you do lighting, you do the right sound notes, you know, it's gonna be menacing, and then a lot of it can be done in CGI. Which obviously, I mean, he does work; he's 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 doing a good job. But well, most of the stuff it. he does, except for yeah, like yeah, I know, is, is all him. Yeah, I'm just saying, like him, like where he's stepping towards him, and his body's contorting, and you know, or his face blooms out into teeth and yeah, things of those natures. You mean, I mean the scary toothy dolphin? Yes. Terrifying Toothy Dolphins. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just... I feel like them getting to fall back on stuff like that doesn't work. I mean, it, it works. It works. I am saying, like, part of me enjoys a more um, practical. practical approach in a lot of the horror movies.
1: Well, the thing with practical effects is, too, it, it requires directors cinematographers everybody and yeah. anybody doing it to a more creative thinking mm-hmm. more uh, I, try to yeah. creative problem-solving yeah you know do we have to make this tooth eat off in the work how do we do that and and,
0: and original original uh, TV series you get young Seth Green I mean I can't no I but I think that the child actors in the original series did you know fine did fine I do think with uh, with the
1: miniseries when it was initially intended to be, a, a four two hour movies. Yeah, that was init- the initial plan, but then I guess budgetary reasons mm-hmm. dropped it down. But it um, there's a, I, to me there is a very clear like, the first half is clearly superior to the second half.
0: Yeah, um, well, I mean, I-, I think that goes will go partially for both of them. I'm Um, I'm excited for the second one.
1: Part of me thinks that the second one might surpass.
0: I think one of the things that Stephen King tends to do a lot, which works very well, but he uses children a lot and he's writing horror stories because we're going to be the most scared for children. If they're not children, they're incapacitated some way. They're either deaf or they've got a friend who's mentally handicapped that they're working with or something to make them um, generally someone we would look to as like weak or needing our help. That is the main focus of the story to where, uh, we're more scared for those people. And he uses, like I said, kids quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why the first part works so well is because, um, I think the first part works so well cause we're scared for the kids and the threats of like the Bowers gang and the threats of, it and the threats of like the adults seem way more looming as a child when they come back as adults. You're like, Good, fuck them, kill them. Yeah, go, go, go buy a gun. <laughs> yeah. You're an adult, like, now. uh, the,
1: Try, <laughs> what, what's it? Uh, you
0: know, that he feeds off fear. What's the, man, up. what's
1: Seth Green's character's name?
0: Uh, Richie. Richie, um, Which is Richie is an by. adult,
1: had the right idea. He's like, Why doesn't somebody just buy a machine gun? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why doesn't somebody just buy a machine gun?
0: Which, I mean, is now going to be played by Bill Hader, which I I love. I think it's
1: perfect.
0: Yeah, Bill Hader's great.
1: So, on a scale of...
0: (laughs) One... (laughs) (laughs) On a scale of one, (laughs) two... On a scale of Hurdle the Turtle to... uh, toka from <laughs> how scary is <laughs>
1: how scary is, is this the, the 1990 turtle? it <laughs> yeah from yeah from, <laughs> toka <laughs> yeah toka and Razor, baby <laughs> fuck yeah um yeah they're, they're are babies did you say hurdle the turtle yeah so on the scale from hurdle the turtle hurdle
0: yurtle it's yurtle yurtle, yurtle you're right sorry, yeah sorry sorry on us scale from Yertle the oh my turtle bad. to got my Toka, got my Theodore Geisel references mixed up. Uh,
1: <laughs> how how scary is uh, how scary is the nineteen ninety it?
0: Uh, you know, I would probably have to put it at about, um, you know, a uh, uh, painted box turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I would for giving a turtle ratings.
1: I would put it uh, maybe
0: maybe a Donatello.
1: I put <laughs> it at a Raphael in the newer and the newer turtles movies. Try <laughs> to right, put it out. all right. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Yeah, it's just to me, it's just not as scary as it uh, as it used to be, and I think the new series is far scarier. Uh, and overall, I mean, I don't think it it's can got be, a, it overall a better production. It, so I mean, it can gonna... be argued. Like there's people who argue about it. It can't be argued. The newer films are better. They're better quality.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, that's that's such a. It's, they're it's, they're it's, they're
1: better performed. They're better. It's a higher quality. It's all opinion based, though. It's but it's not. It is. It's really really not. It is. It's not. I mean,
0: anything that is an art is a subjective opinion based thing. I mean, there's people who look at like Nicolas Cage's uh, acting and say he's one of the best actors that have ever existed and other people like he's a fucking whack job but why can't both be right yeah well i mean they're meaning it in a completely derogatory term and that he's not a good actor um Um, no i'm talking uh, like on a technical
1: sensibility
0: well it's better no i mean you can't say that because again like i'm saying i just did well i know but i'm (laughs) saying that's wrong no, if I mean, because it's something like I was saying, like the film grain and more practical effects, some people could consider that better and technically more skilled than the work that is done today. Think crappy Even if film? Yeah. There's a lot of people who enjoy like things like, you know, old 80s movies that are not shot with the quality of film and lighting and compositing that are done today or editing and think that's generally a greater film. Because it elicits a different response. Art is about what the response that elicits from the person. So it's subjective.
1: I disagree. So yeah or nay on it? I still will go back and watch it. Really? The old one, yeah. I really have trouble going back and watching it, honestly. I'll
0: still go back and watch it. I I, I enjoy it. It's something that...
1: I was going to watch it before we did this, but I can't. I've, I've
0: watched it several times, like probably every other year for years. Hmm. So, I mean, it's something that I still feel... I enjoy watching. I'll watch it in 27 years. <laughs> Actually 22 now, but we'll we'll come back to this debate in 27 years.
1: Yeah. You think I'm going to be alive in
0: 27 years?
1: Careful, generous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll be dead. <laughs> I'll we'll have been dead for at least 20 of those years.
0: I'll find you in whatever version of the afterlife and we'll finish this debate.
1: You mean a turtle.
0: <laughs> we'll meet on the turtle. We'll meet on Terry Pratchett's uh, the back of the turtle that uh, holds the world um, on top of the elephants. Yeah. I think it's time the, for- the northmost elephant. I think it's time for a commercial break. <laughs> Recently,
1: I got the comic book called "The Freeze." It's volume one, is trade paperback. It follows uh, the character Ray, the only man in the world to not be frozen by some sort of mysterious global event. It also appears that he has the power to unfreeze anybody. So he has to figure out what has happened and who deserves to be saved. And I got this actually at Man Cave Comics and Collectibles in Shelbyville. And as a matter of fact, Tim, the owner of Man Cave Comics and Collectibles is in charge of my pull list. You know, that's everything from uh, the Leviathan event, uh, Last Night on Earth, uh, any of the Batman comics, Flash, all of my pull list, which has, uh, he alone has gotten me to the collection that I am at today, which is running near 2,500 comic books. Always a great guy, always willing to work with me, and will find you whatever comic book you really need. Uh, and he will do everything he possibly can. He's got everything from rare comics to uh, rare collectibles, fun little toys, uh, retro games, and retro systems. Absolutely a treat every single time I go in there, so I highly recommend it, so this isn't just a plug for the sake of a plug, this is a plug for a really great shop, so if you are ever in Shelbyville, go to 1310 South Miller Avenue, Shelbyville Indiana, 46176 or you can find him on Facebook it's Man Cave Comics and Collectibles the Collectibles is spelled with an A you can also find him on eBay, so go check him out, get your comic book on now, more what were we talking about
0: speaking of uh, it and the old series, what's uh what's one of the movies that uh, scared you the most as a kid? That was a solid segue. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out, but that was solid. <laughs> that was good. Uh you, it sounded like you were going into it, so I figured I it.
1: really wasn't actually I was gonna I was wrapping it up. Uh <laughs> uh but that was too damn good to ignore. Uh what time is it? Oh I'm giving kind of a little bit on this
0: um movies terrified me as a kid honestly this is gonna be said you said 80s ones seem to get you a little more 80s films
1: yeah well yeah 80s and 90s films uh get me um it obviously was one that made me terrified of clowns growing up
0: Cholerophobia.
1: yeah uh, which is i also have a fear it is, and i think it's it's all classified under the same thing mm-hmm. but not only of clowns and I, and like people were like oh so they put on like the scary clown mask I'm like mm-hmm. those don't do shit because those look fake mm-hmm. as fuck uh i'm talking about real clowns they terrify me like terrify me um but a more odd one i have is i don't like people in mascot uniforms hmm terrifies me to That's, death
0: there's a scene in Bob's Burgers one of the characters is terrified of of uh, mascots and they seriously yeah yeah they hire like a, a furry like group like a bunch of mascots to come and like attack him at one point and he's just losing his fucking mind um, it's pretty awesome but yeah he gets the- in a fight with them <laughs> <laughs> But I think I remember that episode,
1: actually. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was obviously the one that, that did legitimately make me afraid of clowns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the movie I always point to is probably the scariest one I remember growing up was Halloween Curse of Michael Myers, which is otherwise hmm. known as Halloween 6 or Halloween How 6. How old were you six, six. Um, That came out in like 94. Yeah. So that's 25 years ago. That would put me about... Seven, seven or eight-ish. Yeah. Um, I distinctly remember, because I didn't watch a lot of uh, scary movies growing up. That was about the time whenever I started to be allowed to watch scary movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have terrible, terrible nightmares. I used to not be able to watch the episode of uh, Simpsons where Sideshow Bob comes and tries to kill Bart because mm-hmm. I had awful nightmares after that. Um, but I distinctly remember the scene in Halloween uh, 6 was uh the guy was going down to the basement and it's the scene where he gets electrocuted, the stepdad gets electrocuted and killed and like pus and suds and shit come out of his mm-hmm. mouth. Um that scene terrified me to the point where I would get up and leave the room covering my ears and closing my eyes. I'm petrified of that scene for years. And I've gone back recently and watched it I'm like, oh, that doesn't that's not scary even a little bit. But it's also harder to scare me now in movies. Like I, I don't get scared watching movies. Um I I can't even think of the last movie that scared me. Yeah. Conjuring? No. Really? Not really, no. Um It sounded like I was answering like you yeah. you suggested it, but it's not. I was I suggested it to myself. I gave
0: myself came. a question that I answered myself. Um You don't need me here. <laughs> I'm
1: just gonna do this by myself now. Go away. Uh <laughs> uh what's I um it follows, probably it follows guy
0: a little bit. It's uh, it
1: chapter one there was uh, okay the scene in it chapter one, uh where that's probably the more recent one right that
0: yeah yeah which it we were follows. talking about as, as kids yeah. but yeah we can go uh, into
1: it chapter one though was like um I was talking about recently though because I was saying that movies don't scare me anymore yeah uh the scene where he comes out of the projector or out of the screen mm-hmm. I went to see it the night of maybe jump. And I'm not, when I say scared, I don't mean like I was like, oh my god, I can't sleep tonight. It was like I jumped, which is rare. Uh, it made me jump. Then I went the next night with Michelle to see it. Still jumped. I knew it was coming, and <laughs> it still jumped. Um, I would like to blame it on Michelle jumping, but she didn't jump. So, Yeah, that, that didn't get
0: me on the, any of those.
1: But, uh, was, but what, what for you? What movie right, terrified so, you as a so kid growing
0: up? Initially, like... One of one of the first two that really um, bugged me for a little while was actually 1975's trilogy of terror. Oh my god! Um, the little the little yeah, thing coming yeah, at the you, little Zuni fetish Seriously? doll. Um, that and Puppet Master, I watched Ugh. in the same area. You don't like little things. Coming well, at that you. was my initial problem as a as a young kid was thinking about like all right, a big monster, you're going to see that thing and be able to get away or run away, whatever. It's a big fucking thing. But I w- it, the scene, I think, was something sneaking up along the in between the wall and the bed mm-hmm. and climbing up in between and then gotcha, killing yeah. the person. And so something small that could climb up or hide easily and like kill me or climb up into my bed while I was laying there freaked me out a little bit more as a small child i don't really feel the same way but yeah that that irritated that kind of worried me there for a little while does it bother you so much anymore no i actually went back and rewatched uh the trilogy of terror with misty because she'd never seen it and then silly now isn't it yeah it's hilarious (laughs) and then we went back and watched uh puppet master because she'd never seen any of the puppet master so we watched actually the most recent reboot yeah and is that a reboot uh it's a reboot cool Mm. Nah. <laughs> but it was uh, it was actually pretty it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun there, and there was a couple scenes where I was like oh shit they did that there was a scene where like the spiral headed guy uh, went into a pregnant woman's womb and then tore out her stomach while carrying the baby out and I was oh like my "God, intense <laughs> I didn't think I hadn't seen that before but I might have to watch that it was it was sounds- interesting and it has, um, I want to say, Will Wheaton in it? Really? Yeah.
1: Wait, the OG one or the uh, the new one?
0: The newest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, But I would say uh, probably, you know, the 12-ish mark or something like that, I think was uh, maybe not quite that old. I was might have been 9 or 10, um, was Blair Witch um, initially bothered really? me as a kid. Now, I... One, I'd go out into the woods pretty consistently with my uncle. I shot archery and stuff with him, and we'd go out to his cabin. Um, and then I had uh, we initially watched it at the drive-in. So you're surrounded by kind of a wooded area and things like that. And uh, I was young enough to where I had seen some of the marketing but didn't really know... Of it like being whether right, I was fake or what any of that. So I watched it, and you know, my mom and dad were like, That was dumb, <laughs> it kind of trip off, but it 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 bugged me for a little while. And it, the thing was, too, like they were in the woods and being harassed by her because they were in her area and things like that. And like, for some reason in my head, like, or when she leaves like the ear and bits and pieces in a bag for them to see of their friend that they that disappear, disappears, disappears, it made me like really like have this weird thing in my head like because i watched it she would like know and like you're like marked for having seen it so you thought it was like the ring tape yeah it was almost like that in my mind where i'm like look like it just had this idea of like her coming to like get me because i had seen the film or something at that young age, uh, I something I, in my head with that. But.
1: I just admitted to having to fear people in mask on uniforms, and I think you're silly. <laughs>
0: Understandable. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Which, and the thing is, like, I had uh, night terrors, so, like, I'd seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and at that age, I was still a little unsure of whether or not it's, uh, real or not uh, yeah so well it was uh, supernatural isn't necessarily as silly as you might see it as in my when I you know in yeah. my viewpoint at the time
1: well see it's uh that's a movie a lot of people point to as one of the scariest movies they have ever mm-hmm. seen particularly when they were younger
0: because that yeah. came out uh, um 90 well I think I saw 93 there I do not think it was yeah. I thought it was, was, was near to 99 yeah, but. It has to be 98. Um, said, okay, Blair Witch Project started in nineteen ninety three, uh, began and uh, filming began in ninety seven. So Probably was released ninety eight. Yeah, ninety nine was when 99. it came out. Okay, premiered at Sundance. But it, um,
1: a lot of people point point to that. So it was what twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, runs out. I was twelve, so you would been about ten. I would have been eleven when they came out. Yeah, oh, you are 30, I was eighty eight when I was born. So. Um. Anyways, uh, it, it, they point. I never understood it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the biggest problem I had was that the buildup to the movie. And then also I didn't go to, I didn't go to theaters very much as a guy yeah. could probably on one hand,
0: count how times so I went to mm-hmm. five, that's five, five, yeah. five fingers. Um, so you were, you were coming into it after it already been reviewed yes. and been seen. But not even
1: yeah. just, I didn't read reviews. Well, yeah. Yeah. The but I biggest mean, like, people problem I it. ran to was that the main actress in it was in a steak and shake commercial.
0: Yeah. Well, I, and that
1: really like tripped me yeah. up. I was, I was like, well, this, it's not real.
0: Oh well, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't notice that. Oh yeah, I I know, I was, but like if it, it but, um, pulled me completely. And out also, of it. I think it was one of the first films that I had seen that was a horror film where the creature or bad guy didn't die at the end of the film. Like you see the characters standing in the the corner and they're like swaying and not answering her screams. And then it cuts out. You never know. Like, she's still there. She killed him. Like, that was the first, yeah, thing, uh, I think, movie I'd seen I at that, that age was, where, like, the bad guy was still alive, still out there, still killing people. I think that also bothered
1: me was that we never saw the creature,
0: which I understand yeah. now. Like, aided it to, aided to my uh, yeah, issue there. But,
1: it, but see, well, it, it to yours. It killed my... yeah. Like, I was like, well, then it might not... It's probably not real then. Yeah. So, it's probably in their heads. Or, this is just some nonsense that's yeah. happening. So, it, like, I... It, I didn't think it was that scary. Yeah, and then they released Book of Shadows, and I watched that. Yeah, and that movie I
0: saw that. The the reboot I liked a lot too. It's not a reboot. Well, reboot. Yeah. I guess reboot. Cool. Um, it's, it's actually cool. a sequel. It's a straight it, sequel. It, it, it is a sequel. It's just yeah, instead of the Blair Witch Project, it's Blair Witch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I enjoyed like it, it too. Much. Me and Misty both enjoyed it. Let me tell you, <laughs> the uh the long arms from the stones uh was it was an interesting shape. Yeah, it was. That I uh, there was a lot of
1: it. It, 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 really great like ideas the, in the movie.
0: The uh, snapping of the twig and the woman's back snaps. Snap! it was kind of oh shit! I didn't expect that. Yeah, one.
1: there was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of cool in the movie, but I remember distinctly that's where the idea. Because me and Michelle have an idea for a horror movie, mm-hmm. um, and that idea was birth from watching that movie. We're on our way back, and we're like, we could do that better, <laughs> and we <laughs> started coming up with an idea um i just i was i don't know i just don't think i like the blair witch i don't like it yeah I I it. it. i don't like the, i don't like but i can understand where it's uh, a scary film
0: yeah i th- and i think too like i said i'd, I'd go out in for the woods for
1: wise people <laughs> not like me and my clown
0: fear <laughs> yeah your clown fear um but yeah i mean like i said i'd go out in the woods a lot too so like i had that right. idea of like
1: so you could relate to it yeah you, could, you, you like could feel going the, down
0: a path and you see a, a place that's marked off with a bunch of weird things and see,
1: and that's why I could relate you know, to or, Halloween six. Cause I've been down in dark basements where a serial killer was.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so like that kind of idea. And then, uh, just the, um, the easiness of getting lost in, in, in the woods like that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just aware, like it, yeah, going out in the woods at night and stuff like that. A lot of things, I know that feeling too, of like being out in the woods at night when you're walking around and you just, Feel like something watching you occasionally. And there's a
1: I have I've always had this fear, and I, and I think everybody has it to an extent. Mm-hmm. Uh, fear of the dark, yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's not again, it's, it's not like whenever you're a kid, where it's yeah. like you piss your pants that you're in the
0: dark. Fear of the unknown. It's what cosmic it, horror exactly. does. It's, you know, you you know that you can't see everything, and there could be something there that you're not. So generally speaking, for.
1: in a movie, if it's something and it's in the dark, mm-hmm. I do feel a little dread. I don't. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't jump that much anymore, but like, I feel dread. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's why that scene worked because it was so dark Mm -hmm. like it was even going back now I'm like you can't really see what's going Mm -hmm. on Um, which is more irritating now as an adult I'm like what the fuck where (laughs) are they at what is going on Um, but um, yeah so I I have that fear so I can any scene like that I can usually kind of relate to and put myself in the situation a little better Um, yeah there's not it it all kind of because like when I was a kid and uh uh I had this moment when I was a kid, it had to be like two or three, and I remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh I went to use the restroom and uh when I shut the door, what was it? I was reaching to go flick on the switch. Mm-hmm. Right. And then as I'm doing it, I can't find it. Yeah. I'm like all over the wall trying to find it. And I'm like, oh well, shh, I know you know I pooped um, <laughs> whatever you say as a two year old uh, so I went to go open the door if you Mina what do you want she <laughs> did that
0: the other day jeez you snotty <laughs> asshole like, <damn. laughs>
1: um, but I went to go open the door and it wouldn't open yeah it was like stuck and I couldn't, unlo- like, it, I didn't lock it when I shut it, yeah, it. You're it, stuck
0: in the bathroom in the dark bathroom. In
1: the dark, and I couldn't find the switch. I was, like, banging and pounding on the door, screaming. And from that point on, I've always had that fear of the dark. And it's still, mm-hmm. to the point, I mean, I do, I remember it very vividly, mm-hmm. uh, what happened. And um, some, some people might say ghosts. Mm-hmm. I don't. I just yeah. say that I actually unlocked the door, probably. Probably. And my mother had to unlock it yeah. uh, from the outside. Anyways, or um, it jammed, I
0: mean, it got stuck, it
1: jammed something, yeah. something, happened, something can that can Generally, be
0: explained. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you initially get that first and you're in a panic state, you know, you're, you didn't grab it the first right the first time, you automatically, it like, oh, it's locked and start banging, you know, yeah, things like that happen.
1: But then again, if it was locked, it would have unlocked as I turned it because it was a push, it was a push, uh, yeah, thing, so it would have unlocked,
0: ideally, yeah, ideally. <laughs> so. In any case, yeah, that's what led to my fear of the yeah. dark. That's to say, like I had, uh, I had night terrors. So like, um, there was a lot of trepidation for just going to sleep in general because sometimes I would get the um, awake but paralyzed still sleep Ill. paralysis. Yeah, and uh, so that I got would that be later in life. Yeah, I I still every once in a great while. I can't imagine
1: getting it as a kid. It was
0: constant when I was younger. Um, Petrifying as an and. Adult. Uh, you're in that sleep state. So you still will hallucinate and like visualize you know, shadow things. people and
1: stuff like that. Well,
0: m- more intense than that. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I never got yeah, super sh- shadow shadow people was pretty constant. I never thing. got
1: the, I never got the um,
0: super intense. Um, which I mean, we go into all my paranormal shenanigans, but there was like, episode. there was like some people who, uh, like came and stayed night and then they would see shadow people, uh, pacing in front of my nightlight in my room. Cause it was open dining room initially. So other people were also seeing stuff that I was seeing on occasion. So he explained that one. Where uh, one of my older cousins, he was like, I was probably 11. So he was in his late 20s and he like shimmied down between the uh, coffee table and couch because it was freaking him out.
1: Like he wasn't fucking with you? No, like he stayed over. He told
0: my mother about it. And then she realized it was something that I had mentioned seeing too before, like not that night. Fuck. So, I mean, there I have some situations like that where it's kind of like, eh, you know, and you could still science it. And I, I, I do, because um, I mean, you could say, well, like ghost situations or any of that, you know, there's, there's other explanations for that, even if it is reoccurring from multiple people or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's there's also some forms of it where you actually get up and are moving around, but still hallucinating. But the things are affecting you because you're still in a state where yeah. it's dream state. So like, I had one where walking around, or I was pacing in front of my parents' room because I had a nightmare, but didn't want to open the door to wake them up, and then came back in, and then I was seeing hands coming from the floor, and one grabbed my ankle, and I tripped. <laughs> Uh, yeah it was full okay, on okay like, so
1: there's gonna be a new segment around Halloween
0: time be going into fucked up shit
1: yeah I did actually I, I used to suffer when I lived at home with uh, when I was a kid uh, not kid I was, I was probably 17 mm-hmm. or 18 um, but I lived at home and uh, I started getting it like I remember one I thought I thought I was dying mm-hmm. I thought I woke up in the middle of dying yeah and like cause like everything was like all tunnely. yeah it was like almost throbbing mm-hmm. and then kept like seeing vibrating like, on the edges. Yeah. And I kept up. seeing like shadow people peek their heads out from around my door and I couldn't move. I was struggling so hard. to, every yeah. fiber in me was trying yeah. to move and I couldn't, and it was, uh, and then it was, um, another time I remember I woke up and I couldn't move and then I couldn't breathe. Yeah, couldn't
0: remember exactly how to breathe. Yeah, and it yeah. was
1: the oh, fucking terrifying. <laughs> and I, then, whenever we moved into our old house, um, we uh, I would get it real bad, real real bad. Now at that point, I was also I, I was taking a lot of sleeping pills and mm. and stuff, and. Um, <laughs> That's another topic. And stuff. <laughs> and stuff. But um, but this particular time I'm thinking of was, and this is where it gets a little bit more into like the mm-hmm. unexplainable, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, was that uh, Gary used to sleep on my chest all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I fell asleep on the couch and uh, I'm laying there and all of a sudden, like I wake up and I can't move. Mm-hmm. Like I'm paralyzed. And instead of Gary on my chest, I see just this black shadow on me, and so I'm fighting. And str- well, it feels like I'm fighting and struggling and, and trying to get away. And I finally jerk like it was weird because like you would jerk awake and it was you would come to like you was you finally could. And when I did, I looked and Gary's still on my chest, but her eyes are big and her hair is almost standing up and she's just staring at me like she's scared. Yeah, she freaked out too. So it was like I was like, what did she see? That made her scared. But the sense it's also cats and other animals can sense how you feel. Yeah. So because yeah. I felt petrified, she felt pe- petrified. Yeah, she was also on edge yeah. in some way.
0: And yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, like weird thing too is like almost every time one of the two wives <laughs> that, uh, were pregnant, um, right around the time they were pregnant, they'd start seeing shadow people really bad. Oh, wow. And uh, I, I started making a joke of it of like, yeah, they're coming to check in on the new uh, Lisby. Yeah, <laughs> keeping tabs on Gotta me. See how they're doing. Uh, when we, me and uh Brittany first started dating, there was a moment where she saw like a bunch of them lined up across the street from her. What the fuck? And c- kept hearing noises like it sounded like someone was throwing rocks on her ceiling, or roof. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of weird shit that shenanigans. I'm gonna need I'm, you to go home now. Yeah. Um I'm so not driving you home. You're not driving home. home. I don't want to go out there. So, yeah, so things like... It's dark out there. Going out and... Shadow people can hide better. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, things like the Blair Witch forgot to me a little more, all right? There was reasons I was a little unnerved by that. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I get you now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in Sleeper House obviously where the, the stories of the incubus or succubus mm-hmm. sitting on the chest and a demon looking. There's a really cool... Uh, documentary on netflix
1: yes i watched it and i can't wait i watched yeah. it <laughs> me and michelle, i think it's just called sleep paralysis i think it's it? called nightmare the nightmares yeah like that. but it was me and michelle started watching it and i had to make her shut it off yeah because i was getting so anxiety ridden so panicky yeah i was like i can't do this but even we finally sat down yeah, and watched it and i late like this has happened twice i don't get like i said i don't really get scared of movies yeah, anymore yeah. but like I, usually when we watch a movie,
0: like I'll lay down in her lap. Yeah, the tickly like, static alien guy, I don't, th- I don't take that guy. But there's one guy on there that seems fairly valid to me, or similar to my own experience, and it's the one who talks about like getting up, being on the cell phone, and someone yelling at him. And then he talks about the uh, uh, girl sleeping next to him saw a cat on his chest with red eyes, and it sounded like it was speaking in a different language. But he saw a shadow person with red eyes standing next to him speaking him in English. That guy yeah it, his cuts closer to what my experiences were
1: yeah but this uh, I was gonna say this happened this, actually three I said twice but three times uh, this particular time we were watching it and as we were watching it she kept asking me if I was okay I was like yeah why because I was gripping her leg Punching. like really tight and it was actually after we watched that it was like a couple nights I had sleep paralysis mm-hmm. So, and I'll honestly I'll probably have it tonight and tomorrow because <laughs> we talked about it Um, because it's in my head now yeah um other times were, and this is actually just reminded me of a movie that terrified me as a kid, Arachnophobia. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Every time uh, I watch yeah, it now, yeah. I still grip, like, I'll grip yeah. her leg. And I'll, I, I'm, like, tense when I watch that movie. Um, the other one was a VHS 2. <laughs> I haven't seen that. The alien, yeah. Alien bit and I'm terrified of
0: aliens. Yeah. Signs got me a little bit when it first came out. Just the initial, um, I always think of the scene where it jumps across the alleyway when he's looking. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is looking real close to the screen and signs. Oh, yeah. And, and it jumps across the screen. I remember that being because re- his reaction is so. You're right. You know what? You're right. That was a jarring, like startling scene. His reaction is so startled that it makes you. Insincere. He, he's like, like, like so close, like looking closer and closer because he's waiting to see it. And then it walks across and it does like. Wah! And he's like. Jumps real we watched that movie so, the other
1: day and it still, it holds up. Yeah. Um, I enjoy that. The film. movie is not like his best work, No, but there's also something in there that I think people need to remember and ignore some or not ignore, but need to remember. Oh, Gibson's a great actor. Yeah. That movie,
0: <laughs> that movie makes me cry. I, I love that. See, I like, I enjoy Mel Gibson as an actor. I mean, same way with like Tom Cruise. Like I, I put their work different from their exactly. personal shenanigans, but, um, yeah, Mel Gibson was an actor I, I followed along quite a bit, but um, I was going to say, I, I enjoy most M. Night Shyamalan movies. And like, a lot of people argue with the, uh, oh, water is their weakness, or with um, War of the Worlds, oh, bacteria killed them. Like, I mean, those to a certain extent are legitimate issues. I mean, yeah, a a, a species that should be coming over should know that it's a, a largely water planet. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it could be an issue, but you know, depends on...
1: <laughs> it is a bit of a hole, but, like, honestly, not big enough for me to yeah. worry about. Because you can lose yourself in the yeah, movie. Yeah, you
0: get into the ride of it. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoy that movie. But, yeah, that scene always is one I always think of. Another one that scared me alien-wise was... uh, I think it's got Mila Jovovich in it.
1: Oh, Fourth Kind.
0: Yeah, the Fourth Kind.
1: That movie made me... Leg- I was in the theater watching it. I paid to watch that movie. Yeah the movie's not super good by the way no it's um, not all awesome. it's fine yeah um it made me jump i'm not talking like a little like yeah oh. i jumped hard <laughs> and like a yelp came out <laughs> and it was a scene where like uh she's doing like the th- uh, she's uh, with a patient mm-hmm. and um she's doing hypnosis or something yeah or and then she, she screams
0: yeah that thing it, i was like ah! yeah like it, it was um, hot. Another like, one that's that's kind of good is uh, like my
1: heart was beating. Real alien hard wise,
0: that I always I always go to. I think it's called the uh, the missing or the um, the forgotten one or something like that. The Phoenix Lights? No, 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 no. One? No. I think it's called the. For- I, I know, know what you're talking about. I I don't it's, think I've seen it, but I know it's what you're got. About. Uh, I can't leave her name. Um, it's got an actress in it where she is, um, I think. Uh, her daughter, she, she wakes up one day and her daughter's completely like erased from her life and her photos, but Angelina she's still... Angelina Jolie was in it? No, no, it's not Angelina Jolie. Um, That's called a changeling.
1: I know what you're talking... I, yeah, I, I don't, I've never watched it.
0: Um, let see if it's this one here. Nope. Um, look up the Forgotten, is that it? Yeah, I, I think it's the Forgotten. I, to put missing. Forgotten. Cypher, yeah forgotten it's got um julianne moore is in it yes oh i have seen that um, movie she's looking for her daughter and they're they're testing the uh mother uh bond mm-hmm. uh, mother, and it's aliens basically erased her from her memory and erased her from society and wanted to see if she would forget her too like they were testing it and she goes on a search with a another guy whose daughter was also missing and they basically go try to figure out the conspiracy of, like, why no one remembers their children. And it ends up being... I think I've watched it. I'm pretty sure yeah, I've watched it. it's called it. Uh, The Forgotten. It, it's pretty good. It, it's one that I always think of and list in that kind of set of alien films that kind of pop in my head as decent. But yeah, alien films kind of bug me. Uh, and I think I, I watched the thing kind of talking about how the changes in... Um, horror popularity are based on us at what time uh, in culture, what's our biggest fear. And they were talking about one of the reasons aliens are so scary is because of, especially for they were saying, like, for white people. Uh, But... Is that uh, it's a higher, more intelligent race that's going to come down and do to us what we've done or subjugated to other people? So it's a, it's like a white guilt. <laughs> kind that's of actually issue. not why it bothers me. No, I, no, I was just saying that some. Well, uh, no, that was I an could, argument.
1: I um, could see. I I can definitely see that. Um, <laughs> it's an interesting take. Mine's pinpointed from whenever uh, Fox did a special called Alien Autopsy. Oh yeah. And they showed like the video yeah. clip of an alien yeah. autopsy. Had nightmares for days because of that. It was like the mouth agape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just, it, it's disturbing to me. So anything with aliens in it, particularly the traditional looking yeah. aliens. The greys.
0: Yeah, really, really bothers me. Yeah. Um, one thing I found interesting too with that, the fourth kind, the, the the placement of the owl saying like, oh, well, and if you look at an owl and it stretches out its neck and walks on its feet. It's, yeah, it's pretty spot on for what a gray looks like. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Hadn't really uh, I
1: did like considered. their commitment to the fact that it's real. Yeah. Like to the point where they mixed the real footage with the film mm-hmm. f- footage, but none of it was real. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's fantastic.
0: Um, but yeah, I was going to say something with sleep paralysis, too. Uh, bringing, oh, I was going to say Misty, too. Like I've told her, hey, this happens once in a while. Um uh, cause she had heard me doing something and didn't understand it. And then like she uh later on now she kinda knows to do it. It's like I uh I sleep I'm a very light sleeper and I think it's because of having sleeper like or and I've occasionally had like, you know, lucid dreaming type situation where I'm oh, I'm in a dream, wake myself up out of it because I don't want to let it get to a certain point. Yeah. Because I've had so many nightmare issues. So um, but occasionally I'll still get sleep paralysis, but I, I, you know, I notice it, recognize that I'm in it and can get out of, uh, uh, uh. and that's about all I can muster. in it takes some willpower, yeah. but I can get that noise out and then <laughs> Misty will wake me up and kind of shake me, get me awake. First time I was going, help, help oh. hey, like trying to get her attention <laughs> but that was all I could get out. Yeah. I've and been she's there like, before. like, what's we're... going on? And I'm, I'm like, think... "Yeah, hey, I've, I've, I've told you I, I do that. And so I was like, that was me trying like my damnedest to get your attention. That
1: was, I think,
0: uh, yeah, and in your head it sounds like you're
1: screaming. Yeah, but you just. You're yeah. really not. And I mean. But like you can. It's weird because like it sounds like you're screaming, but you know you're not. Yeah. Like I've done it before and I can never get a word. usually can't get a word out. I'm usually yeah. like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. And, and for people who aren't as familiar, what's going on is your body generally sends out a chemical that paralyzes your body so you don't act out the physical actions of your dream. But something kind of glitches once in a while and you're paralyzed, but you wake up out of that dream sequence, but your brain is still having some of the chemicals that make you hallucinate or see those visions via the dream yep. and your body's paralyzed to still not act them out but you're awake. So your vision and hearing can sometimes still hear or see things. Why you're paralyzed on a bed <laughs> or place of sleep.
1: It's one of the most fucked up things about the human body yeah. and brain. Ever. And they
0: say it generally helps. It happens more so with younger kids and then pans out, which was my case. It happened a lot when I was younger and then it slowly uh, disappeared as time. I've gotten older. Uh, but yeah, still every once in a while yeah it doesn't in.
1: happen so often anymore but uh every now and again it does i could usually tell when i would go to bed if it was going to happen mm-hmm. and i'd be like well just prepare
0: yourself for this happening and it would sorry i just thought of uh, like one of the more fucked up dreams i've had in the past like year or so popped in my head no i don't know if you want me to go <laughs> <laughs> why not i mean uh, there was a scene where I was essentially interviewing someone, but it had that like kind of uh, sepia tone of like an older time, everyone in kind of black garb, mm-hmm. um, you know, old kind of tripod, big wheeled film, <laughs> trying to interview someone. And uh, essentially, I was looking almost through the camera and someone was trying to talk to me about something and then it like panned up to like the corner where the walls meet and the ceiling meets of a building. And there was someone from their, like a woman from their waist out, hanging through the wall, oh, God. screaming and like shaking from their torso, like in a headbang and like a high pitched like screech until they burst all over everybody. Yeah. So that was interesting. how the interview go, though? <laughs> Splendid. <laughs> now, everyone kind of took off and then it like cut to doing like a photo session with a big group of people and they were all in that kind of older dark garb like kind of pilgrimy almost but not quite and like almost a uh, Danny DeVito penguin-esque gotcha. person uh, started walking away with an umbrella kind of in front of them like kind of sidestepping like trying to slip away and like when I like confronted it, they like looked past the umbrella, and their face was all fucked up, like way too big a mouth, like the babadook, uh, kind of babadook esque but short and squat and round like the penguin. And then it like scurried and scuttled in a weird noise. I can see it. It's it's The most terrifying thing. It was kind of traumatic, and that was just that was them together that day. That what was that a, night. What
1: a night. <laughs> and I was like interesting
0: I think yeah. I'm gonna hang out I got for lost
1: while. in that dream by the yeah. way like I imagined it like I as I didn't even yeah. comment I was, was just like the, uh-huh what the, else the then?
0: roll up and the, the the shaking body like trembling before it exploded like an old Marilyn Manson video yeah essentially that kind of kind of motion
1: <sighs> I think that's <laughs> gonna do it for this episode
0: <laughs> I'm I'm thoroughly trying to fuck up Jake's evening. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go to bed after this. Yeah, I'm going to bed here in a little bit. He's going to make me have to cuddle him. (laughs) You might. Soothe you. You, you, you you and
1: Michelle both. I'll sleep in the middle. You guys just cuddle (laughs) up to me.
0: I'm pretty good at snuggling,
1: (laughs) so I've heard. (laughs) so I know we've gone camping before I might enjoy
0: some sporking from time we should do that too we should do an episode when we go camping yeah I was gonna try to hit it again uh, around fall yeah I was gonna say
1: we should go uh, uh, late late September Yeah.
0: yeah somewhere in there yeah be early I was going to try
1: Hopefully to take remember. the
0: kids around fall break at some point. So yeah, I don't want to go with the kids. Well, I know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> so I, I might do a couple trips yeah, in I that know. time period. <laughs> Fuck
0: that! <laughs> I don't want to do I that. Deal with Mina. <laughs> I don't uh, like Mina. I really yeah, love all your no. kids, actually. Yeah, we were They're pretty wonderful. We were laughing because uh, Evie, she started first grade, and uh, she went to, um. In kindergarten, she kind of got uh, the teacher praised her a lot for her artwork, and constantly would put it up on the door to where like even some other kids were like, "Hey, can we get one of our drawings on the door?" And like she would take our our kid around uh, to the other teachers to show some of the stuff they drew because she does like somewhat three point perspective, yeah, yeah, and things like that, and you know, because we work with her and stuff. Um, and then she told us the other day is like her first week in in first grade. And she told us the other day, she was like, yeah, I I spelled some things really good. So the teacher took me to the principal and he was like, wow, did you do that? And, and he was kind of just telling us as like, "Eh, yes, I noticed something that happened today. And we were kind of laughing, like, do you remember ever getting like walked around and shown off to the other teachers for something impressive you did? That's kind of weird. And then the next day she gets a letter uh, from school and they were saying that um, the teacher was saying that by the end of the year they want they get 600 words for them to learn um by the end of the year but they want them to be able to master 200 of them um so they need to know 200 they give them 600 to choose from they did the preliminary test and she got 599 right the first time so yeah she misspelled america put a k and they were like nope what an idiot and she, they were like they were like nope and she's like oh as a see like she automatically knew her <laughs> knew her mistake. Fuck. Um so it was kinda of funny. And I was like I was like fucking commie I was picking on her. She <laughs> didn't spell um, but yeah, so that was that was pretty funny. <laughs> They're like, Well, she knows she's gonna be bored the rest of the year. And Soviet uh, Russia, America's yeah, better the life. K. But yeah, someone was saying like, yeah, we have some kids in three in third grade that still we're still fighting to get those those all those lords down. <laughs> Oh, so. Really? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it depends it was, on the words, I guess. Yeah, but. it was kind of funny. I was like, huh, it's pretty <laughs> solid, <that's> dude. <laughs> well, and that's why I was telling I told my mom, I was like, every time we drove to school, I would go through, like, hey, let's spell some words, and I'd co- go through and sound out every sound. So I'm like, let's spell crocodile, and I'm like, K-ra-a. and then she'd be like, C R O, and I'm like, K-a-da-i. and just go through each sound and she would spell them and we'd make a game of it every day and then we also have subtitles because Mina's loud on so she's constantly seeing the words and reading them so what i think that's part of it what no yeah she's she's, that was just a little funny thing yeah she spelled 5.99 of six that's (laughs) fucking solid i
1: was like all right does she understand what the words mean? Yeah, she not, she reads yeah. like legit like paragraphs and is like, "Hey, what's this?" To me, I think read. that's more impressive than me. I mean, not, reading comprehension. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's a, f- a lot more impressive to me at least than actually being able to spell the words. Yeah. Um, now that that's, I'm not saying that's not unimpressive. That yeah, is very yeah, impressive. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm just
0: I'm more impressed by the comprehension. Yeah. Because I mean, well, that's where where it's at. Like. Yeah. Even if you don't yeah, know how yeah. to spell the word but you understand what it means, that's the important part. Yeah. I'm constantly like <laughs> I was telling her, I was like, Well, this is an intricate setup. Do you know it do you know what intricate means? No. And I'm like, well, then I go through constantly. I use my regular vocab and just call her out Teacher, on everything I yeah. know she doesn't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a weird
0: that's a way to do it, really. But, but Yeah, she's pretty good, so that's pretty cool. I think that's gonna do it for this episode, don't you think? sure let us know uh, what scared you as a child and maybe we'll review it if we haven't seen it coming up
1: absolutely that sounds great so yeah let us know uh, <laughs> as a kid you know terrified you that's a good idea joe
0: joe <laughs> joe you fucking asshole uh yeah
1: and let us know what you th- <laughs> just <laughs> bad mouthing myself over here let us uh let us know what you think of the new format of the show um, Do any opinions you have, any suggestions for topics you want us to hit up, uh, for our debates or for, uh, uh, old movies you want us to, uh, to reminisce on anything. Just let us know, hit us up, uh, on our Twitter, uh, or on our Facebook or even on Instagram. You should take a picture of your shirt and put it on uh, this episode. That's bullshit. I can't do that.
0: <laughs> that does it for this episode of What Were We Talking About? Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your way out. Go follow us on Twitter at The 3WTA
1: Podcast, Instagram at 3WTA Podcast, and Facebook at OG3WTA
0: Podcast. You can also follow each of us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm the underscore bound underscore Phoenix on Instagram and at the 3WTA pod underscore Joe on Twitter. I can be found at
1: Motley underscore nerd on Instagram instagram and at the 3wta pod underscore jake on twitter
0: if you have any questions theories or ideas you want to send our way you can drop them directly on any of our social media
1: all you have to do is dm us tag us or just drop hashtag 3wta podcast on any
0: of your social media so until next time i'm jake i'm joe
1: what are we talking about